There we go. So, welcome to episode four, Our Time Podcast. <laughs> so I'm here today. We're here having a bit of a gaming day. Um, right now, around the around the recorder, we have Patrick, Oliver, Christopher, myself, Henry, and also in the room is Lassa. And we have a, a new a new special guest today, yeah. <laughs> Kasmir from from Malmo in Sweden, coming to play some Warhammer today. Um, they're probably going to come on the podcast in a bit, but we're just going to talk some stuff while they're finishing up their game. Um, Patrick and I played a quick game of Mirror Matchup High Elves today. Very different lists, though. Yeah, yeah. Star Dragon list versus MSU list. Yeah. It went. It was very one-sided, which was nice for me. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to talk some High Elves today just because it's on topic. But first... We have a, a surprise segment here. Maybe, Christopher, you want to take yes, it away? Yes, yes. Um, so what has happened uh, since we last uh, came on the podcast is that Patrick actually got his degree. He finished his degree. He is now a uh, master of uh, business law. That was really bad. It was? Did I butcher it? Master yeah, of the yeah. universe. So, could you, could you explain <laughs> Master of the why, universe. Why are we talking about this? All because of the supreme power. So, so what it, well, there's a point to this. So, what, what is your title now? Master uh, of Science in Business Administration and Commercial Law. Right. So, so just just for the, the those that can't see Patrick's face right now, he's very very confused. <laughs> very confused. <laughs> uh, doesn't really know what's going on. And still very handsome. And what happened <laughs> was haircut. that we uh, we decided to give him a little present. So I'm just going to get. We that. have a we have a little present for Patrick, and uh, he's looking very uncomfortable now. He's not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> and Christopher's just gone over to get the said present. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so this is very bad radio. <laughs> and, and if you know what was going on, the whole day has been kind of leading up to it. Yeah, yeah we've been we've been planning this for a while. So Christoph has even wrapped it in Christmas paper. <laughs> I've wrapped it in Christmas paper. And this is a small box. It's about four or five inches tall. It's, it's a figure-sized box. Yeah. It's okay. a figure-sized <laughs> box. The size of a, of a miniature on a 20 by 20 face. So uh, let's so have... Patrick, uh, we're going to have a live a live unveiling of, of the a, opening of the present. A live unboxing? Yeah. yeah. Maybe you can describe what's going on, Patrick. Yeah. Okay, so I received this uh, present. <laughs> the paper is red, full of uh, golden dots. It is obviously wrapped by a guy. <laughs> <laughs> because it's wrapped. Really shitty. We uh, open it already. But now, uh, now I'm gonna open, gonna open it and see what's in it. And you have to be careful. Of course. The <laughs> guy who taped it should never be allowed to get close to green stuff. No. <laughs> There's a reason why. I, I didn't oh. Oh, it came in a little it. case. So inside we have a custom-made lawmaster model. Yes, we do. Let me uh, let me just uh, help you a little bit here, because. And it's painted. <laughs> That's the key that, thing. That, <laughs> That's the best. Oh, nice. I think we should. It's it. actually really, really cool painted, and they even made like small stars on the cloak and everything. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's really nice. I've actually seen it in person. Yeah, only pictures. Let me yeah, have a it's, look. it's it's a beautiful model. Everyone's oh, well, looking at it right now. It's really, really good. So now, really I, now good. I can play my double lawmaster list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice! You painted it? Yeah. So the yeah. story is that uh, Jonas from the Hammer Time podcast he bought the model. And Henry converted the model, so if you, we will try to get a picture of it going somewhere. But uh, yeah. instead of a running lawmaster, this is this guy. He is in a more relaxed post with his with his crystal ball. We can we can post it. It can be the picture of the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Henry Henry did an amazing job converting the model. Uh, he actually sculpted hands. Uh, he had to re-sculpt the hands. It looks really good. And uh, really good. And I uh, I had the pleasure of painting it. 
and, and you've been going on about law masters for the last half an hour. <laughs> and I've been going on about law masters, but uh, it took me uh, it took me 13 hours to paint it, maybe maybe more, probably 16 hours to be perfectly honest. I uh, I tried out a lot of different new techniques. I uh, wet blended the cape on the model itself, so uh, the layering there is is uh, is kind of sublime, even if I do say so myself. <laughs> I you went, can burst some pictures. I can burst uh, on the pictures. I also made so that the he's now hold rather than a flaming ball, he's holding like a crystal ball in his hand, and I painted that in a way so that it looks like a small galaxy. That's the thought anyway. It has like a spiral on top and a lot of small stars. So we're trying to be hobby gamers here. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I I went through the, 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 the items in the high health book to get some inspiration for the cloak. And uh, so that's, that's how you came up with the build? I came up with the build of the, the demon well, hunter the, the cloak of the stars, and uh, and the book of milady. So I figured that the orb could be the book, and the cloak of the stars is the cloak of the stars, and then his helmet is pretty elaborate by itself. So that, that kind of makes sense. And, so uh, I painted his armor black, so he's got black scale armor, which I hi had to highlight every single scale individually. Uh, the light is probably not very good right here, but maybe I can help out uh, Patrick with a... With no, a it looks, looks nice. Yeah, so, so today we're, we're going to go talk about some, some high elves. Um, what we were discussing just now before we started recording was the high elf elite infantry. So obviously you have your white lions, your phoenix guard, and your sword masters, and we're just going to discuss who what we think is the best choice why we think is the best choice and maybe there's some uses for the other choices so today we we played a, a game and i had an msu high elf army with a unit of white lions and a unit of sword masters just two small units and patrick had a huge unit of sword masters how many did you have today uh 29 29 sword masters i had yeah. 10 sword masters and 15 white lions with a bsb stood in there and um yeah i mean i think your sword masters were really good. You killed seventeen models in one yeah, turn. Yeah, but the the problem was I didn't take anything to kind of kill Chef. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you didn't really like your list that much today. No, but it was done really quickly. And uh, when I looked at it, I was like, hmm, maybe there should be something that can shoot in the list. <laughs> but I'm like, kind of went anyway. Five just... reavers, I got it covered. Five, <laughs> five, five reavers, bows was not enough. Yeah, so Christopher, you were talking earlier. You said you didn't like the Phoenix Guard. No, I, I, looking at the internal balance of the three core elite infantry units, I think the Phoenix Guards are a little bit lackluster. Um, I think they're good if you plan on going up against something that has very few attacks. So if you are tooling your list against a specific build, they are good. Uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> so. They, they, so like, like, like undead, undead would yeah, be good against the, them. Something they find with a lot of ranks. mediocre weapon skill and very high strength attacks. Uh, yeah, something like graveguards. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. graveguards they're good against. Um, but against most other things, they will they, because they have. You have to no, give them a razor banner. You have to. Shrimp four is not enough. You have to give them armor piercing. I think. I think with the. Yeah, the, but the, the armor piercing is just it's just too expensive for what it you does. You have to you have, have a lawmaster to get wildfire. You have yeah. to, <laughs> I think they have their place in an army that contains two units of well, it's probably going to be two units of fourteen swordmasters and one unit of thirty white lines, and then you can take like twenty five <laughs> How many points, points are we talking about? Yeah, I mean that's this is twenty four hundred points, and but it's. So each each block I, is I like three hundred and I think the Phoenix the Phoenix Guard piece. are good if you want to have a big block because they fight in three ranks, mm -hmm. which is means they get a lot of attacks in a short frontage. I mean, but the Swordmasters you get the same because they get two attacks piece anyway. Yeah. 
And but the, I think the Swordmasters work better in smaller units, and the White Lions are kind of medium units. And I think Lassa was saying earlier that the skirmish White Lions are quite interesting choice. Yeah. Mm. We should try them out. Yeah, next I time think I think that's probably the next thing I'm going to try out. The new the new version. 10.0 and they, they'll, they'll be stubborn in forests yeah they're stubborn in forests anyway because they're the oh. strider yeah the strider they're, and they have the bodyguard it, it doesn't give them no. stubborn no no but the skirmishes in forest yeah oh right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. don't, don't know they have the strider forest but yeah they're forest yeah strider. but that doesn't mean yeah. it just means, means, means they're steadfast okay yeah so yeah i think phoenix guard are better in a block whereas the other units are if you want to play like msu like i did today 15 white lions 10 sword masters smaller units mm. But I, at the same time, Swordmasters, I think they're the standout, the standout unit for thirteen points apiece. Yeah. But I, I really think you underestimate the Phoenix Guards. Yeah. They provide Full you. Sword so good. Exactly. They provide you with the the most dirty elves you can possibly get <laughs> uh, at the top of the three. Elves. But but you know. But, but you need to be good at rolling four plus. <laughs> mm. Yes. <laughs> they they always failed me. Every time I play, I'm good at rolling six plus, but not four plus. If they had a plate armor, maybe. If they had four plus, four plus, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that would five happen. plus, four plus for two points more. Mind you, the 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 and Phoenix they, cards and are they can't points. flee. They can't flee. Yeah. But they will last more than two rounds of combat. Yeah, but not if they break. Not if they break. <laughs> and also, the swordmasters will usually kill whatever they're fighting. Yeah, but that goes for all the elite infantry. Either you die or Someone's you arrived. you know you kill the other ones. Yeah, I and don't... that's not always how it should be. My my the way I vision them being used is twenty five in a block, and you use them. Uh, and Patrick thinks so. twenty five, <laughs> and you use them or twenty only. Maybe I only own twenty, so I would yeah. say twenty. <laughs> yeah, but twenty, and then on the flank because they're immune to psychology, so they can't be panicked off, and they can hold their own against most other flankers. But then again, you're gonna you have usually be being panicked off is not the. Of the no, obviously not. But I mean, in an infantry list with uh, which is going to be very wide on because the, both on, a, on the flank, it's going to be half of reach something useful. Yeah, so That's maybe the movement very better. very uh, expensive unit on the flank, mm. only to kill like whatever comes their way. Well, the thing is, I've the, now I've, I've been playing a lot of Undying Dynasties as of late, and I've been running a unit of thirty skeleton warriors, and somehow for some reason they always end up being put further to the side rather than any other unit. But in the end, they always end up actually because nobody considers them because yeah. they're an infantry unit. Even if they're just moving with the banner, the movement banner, they're still kind of fast, so they get up there in the end. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, by the end of it all, they will be up there on the side of something, and then they can charge it in the flank, and and it's gonna happen that way. Well, I think you give them the razor banner. You have to. You know, I don't think you have to. I think it's too expensive for what it you does. You have to give them the razor banner. But yeah, they but, can't kill anything. They only shrink look, 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 look at Phoenix Phoenix guards. They're the ultimate platform for buffs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Of, of any oh, kind. That's true. I know we're just holding them up against each other now, but take any magical buff whatsoever. And you have a very very good unit. Yeah, the the, the spell well, I was using. Or if you're running the Lawmaster and you cast <laughs> plus five region on your Swordmasters, then you have like almost the same protection but with a lot more killiness. Yeah, I, yeah, but then you could also opt to go for a wild form yeah, on the Phoenix guards, and then you even have you know toughness four. I think strength four. True. No, yeah, it's strength five. True. Yeah, I you agree. have to get it off though. I agree that the Phoenix guards are good in a build where you have where multiple you, where targets you think you're them. and where you can also uh, where you have both the other two units. I think you have to take the two other units before you take the Phoenix guards. I wouldn't. Well, yeah. maybe maybe a big block of Phoenix guards and the fifteen scribbling and white lines. Ooh, yes. Ooh. You have the hammer and yeah. you have an anvil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
How how do we feel if if we were going to take Phoenix Guard? Would they be thirteen points apiece? Would they cause fear again? They have to have something else other than what they currently uh, have. Fifteen points apiece. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't like that they can't flee. I love to flee. <laughs> I, I need but to it, buy, I, I need think... to bite my tongue right here because we're only talking internal balance. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if if they were if they cause fear, then they don't cause fear themselves. They don't have to take fear test, right? Right. And they don't lose. Like suffer from fear if they cause fear, correct? Yeah. Right. So if they cause if they cause fear, then they don't take as many leadership tests anyway. But then you then, can take off immune psychology. Then they're really powerful because they give minus one to leadership. Yeah, I think that's yeah. worth it for fifteen yeah. points. Yeah. So you would run Phoenix Guys with fear causing, and you would run the Lawmaster with Blizzard spell and the Death spell. So you would give a unit minus three to leadership. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? It's really really powerful. Yeah, yeah it's, but it's it's not all that. It's not. You have to get two spells off. Yeah. And you're only getting one spell for turn on average. Not with this not, not with the Lawmaster build. <laughs> because the Lawmaster can easily get two spells off. And then he will get much more off than that. He'd get a lot off, but then yeah. you're just going to dispel him. But I think I think the fear would make him balanced a bit more. Internally. He would give them something, either like a plate armor, or fear causing. Plate, or plate armor is, is not... I think that's for the Empire, you know. It's yeah, but much. I mean... But they always cause fear. Why don't they cause fear now? Even 16 points. It just gives you extra fear, fear is uh, better now. That's why they took it away from so many good. units. Mm. Yeah, and none of the undead have it anymore. No. Like, none of the regular skeletons are in the But you know, it's a fantasy world. You have hop goblins and goblins <laughs> and ogres and trolls you know an occasional skeleton that's nothing <laughs> it's not gonna be all that I, I have a big dog so yeah. that, that's yeah that's that's, so that's a good point how about white lions how do we feel about them skirmishing nice nice i wish troy in the forum actually yeah. I, the I i really like the options it gives you and it suits it suits it's yeah. tough i mean yeah. they're, yeah. they're lumberjacks yeah. running around in the forest come yeah. on yeah. how are you gonna keep a transformation inside a forest yeah. But then the bodyguard thing, does that? They're still stubborn. Yeah, I suppose. Mm -hmm. yeah, with it, with it. I, I, mean, I think it's cool. It's, I think it's, it's cool. It's a skirmishing unit of bodyguards. I mean, if you're if you're but if you're protecting a prince, fluffwise, you would be standing there until you die. Yeah, yeah. and I can't really see. Otherwise, you're not a bodyguard. I can't oh, see. Yeah. I can. I don't know if, about any of you guys, but I can't really see any immediate ways to exploit this like really, really hard. Put them in a forest. Yeah, but I mean, and I, <laughs> I'm sorry, but they're skirmishes. They get light like cover. Yeah. They get an extra uh, defense. Three plus three for, plus save against mm, shooting. Yeah, right. okay. you know, put them there. But 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 who but, and who's but, gonna attack them? You're attacking but, a unit of great weapon wielding guys. But there's, there's, there's 15 guys of them. But you can right? just move move around the forest. You can move around the forest, and yeah. it's also there's something called a fireball. Yes, but they're, they're <laughs> skirmishers, called, so they uh, just move again. The, the tree singing spell. The tree singing spell. Yeah. Uh, like Tomb King archers will still take care of them. Uh, oh, well, not with a three but plus they're, armor, they're so, yeah. still very maneuverable. And how many points of piece you know, are they? 16. 16. Skirmish three points? Yeah, I think it's three points. So at 16 points, maybe, points they should may, be able I'm, to do Let me just look yeah. it up. Because I, don't I think a strength, the strength of six is huge. That yeah. set kind of sets them apart from the Swordmasters. Like if you're fighting cavalry with a two plus armor save. Yeah, not then to then mention the, the buff to the wound. No, to 15 wound. only with the Skirmish. Yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah, I think also that's okay. So they are same the, the strength, the strength six, cut. the strength six is the is the big thing for me. Just also they improved. The, now they are actually stubborn against anything fear causing. Yeah, might do that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Is that a rule? Yeah. Yeah, it's a rule now. Yeah, you, you have, have a valiant special rule. If you if you only have a unit of ten, 
run them after a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they will take care of that. I think small units of 10 with skirmish is quite... Yeah, it's strong. 150 points without any upgrades. That's really reliable at killing monsters. And if you think about it, it costs you 10, 10 points to buy a musician, mm. but it will cost you 20 points to upgrade 10 of them to skirmish, right. which eliminates the need for a musician. Yeah. Right. So it's you're, you're paying 10 points more for a unit, and it's so more maneuverable. Do, do you take a mm. banner and a champion? No, fuck that. <laughs> The champion might be worth it. Yeah, maybe depends champion. on depends on the, on the rest of your list. Mm. I think the champion's useful if you're, for example, if you're stood in stood in a wood and with a champion, with a champion and yeah. a monster charges in. You you don't want, you and... don't want to challenge the monster with the white lines. Come on. Yeah. No, but if you want to just hold it up for two. You don't. You want to you you double wound to it. You yeah. want to kill it. Okay, yeah. for example. Wait 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 so wait wait. Monster charges yes. in. Yes. Monster charges in. You challenge. It's it's his turn. You challenge. And then you're stubborn because you're going to lose combat. Ah, so in your turn, and then you your turn, off. you charge in with your own unit, another unit, and then you get all the white lines attacks, do multiple wounds, and your unit, and you take the monster off. Yeah. But maybe just bye bye star dragon. But if you would just kill it, why would the star dragon no. charge you? No, no. no. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I think we can agree that there are some very, very, very cool uses for this. I think it's a good upgrade yeah, because yeah. it fits them fluff wise. Even though people will say. Oh, the fluff is not there it anymore. It's not ready yet, so <laughs> th maybe they have I new think, fluff. I think they, I think the skirmish upgrade should be one point more. I'm sorry to say. Three points. Yeah, I, should, I think. It would I, think I think we'll see. We'll see. Because shades, and, shades and stuff like that, who are also really powerful skirmishers. Shades are really points. good. Though. Yeah. Yeah, but they shoot. Yeah, they shoot. They do something entirely different. I understand yeah. that. Shadow Wars is sixteen. I, yeah. I, I think the points are pretty okay, but they need to remove the. Multiple wounds. Mind you, we are just. Uh, <laughs> that's, wow. that's a different that's discussion. Not, that's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mind you, no, but no, now we're talking about the unit. No, mm. None of us has actually played the unit skirmish. No, no. And nobody has played have, have ever played against it. No. And, so, and but I'm happy I'm not an ogre playing mm. against them. Oh yeah, God. You mentioned that, that's ogres. you know, if you're going to a tournament, take a unit of ten. If you end up against a so unit of ogres, just you know, run them up into any big unit you have. It's gone, and you can yeah. have you can have fifteen in the unit skirmishing. Max. Yeah, yeah but Max. ten is okay. I think you take ten. Yeah. I think you take fifteen. I would also really? take fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Oh. A lot of staying power in that. <laughs> You're not gonna get shot or kill or shafted up anyway. Like that just no, that just means that, that that you know going. Even going ten wide. You can, you can see the wood elf players. The, like, the problem <laughs> is if you're going to a tournament and you have really a lot of small units, some armies will have a really easy time picking up picking up a lot of points from your army. Mm -hmm. So you're not gonna end up that good. Which I think is the curse of the MSU. Yeah, is that you give a lot of points away. It's easy yeah. to give up a lot of points. Especially if you're playing against something with a lot of magic missiles or shooting. Yeah. yeah. I was ten, quite worried about ten, your spells today. Ooh, yeah, but I, I only had one spell that could actually yeah. hit, hurt you. Yeah. So it didn't really matter that much. Which brings us back to the Law Master. Yeah. <laughs> spell utility from yeah, that yeah. guy. But the, the slam with all the signature spells is really good, but now you can have the Law Master with plus five or plus six to cast. Yeah. Even better, and he's cheaper. Yeah. No, but you you need to invest a lot of points. Yeah, mind you, the the the, the uh, 125 points for the 130 points for the level two with the scroll. It's that's gonna just... it's gonna be better, and it's gonna be probably a little bit cheaper than the slime. So I made a I made a list based around the. Oh, you made a list? Yeah. For uh, I did. I did. Uh, while painting this guy, and mind <laughs> you, I had 16 hours to think about him. <laughs> um, 16 hours thinking about law masters. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it then. So the the idea is basically the lead infantry list, and and what you do is you take a lord ma law master, and what you well my initial thought was obviously the the cloak of the stars, but, which is shit, which is apparently shit because what what I thought was your opponent would get minus two to cast against any unit 
that contains the wielder of that cloak. But then it says any spell cast against the unit gets minus two. Yeah, so any buffs you try to cast on your own unit will also suffer from it. So I wasn't sure about this. Yeah, we're, but, we're a little bit... But I, was what was said in the forums was that it, it affects both your own spells yeah. and and those of your enemies. So, I yeah, I'm, I would never but, take it. But then then remember that the, the banner of Bacolny contains the bounce build drain magic. Yeah. So you can remove any... Uh, uh, hexes, hexes on your sp on your. Units. But it, it was still it was still a good setup, I think, because it, he could go into things like uh, swordmasters and make them much less vulnerable to fireballs and all yeah. that kind of things. And the, the the big thing here is that the sword ma the lawmaster is only a level two mage, but he has access to all the signature spells. He's access to the path of the lost. Now the thing was that in the old days he he would only have a plus two to cast. So even though he had a lot of spells he wanted to cast, he was behind by usually. Uh, two because your opponent would have a level four or whatever. Yeah, but then back then the book was better. The the the, the book was better. But the thing is now what you give him is um, you give him uh, well you don't give him but you also take a level two mage with a scroll who's basically a scroll caddy and you use the aided casting and you use that in order to get uh, to a plus four and then you can take the banner of becoming on a unit of wide lines that he's probably going to be in. Uh, that so, takes him so to a plus five. Just, so just to clar clarify, you get plus one from the banner, right? Plus one from the aiding casting. Well, you're, you're, you're gonna add the aiding casting first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, so you take the plus two from the aided casting first. That's plus four. Why did you get plus two from aided? Oh, from the level. Yeah, because the support cast is actually level two. That's okay. that's the tax you pay on this setup. It's very expensive to take to get that plus two. Extra Would you just cast. take plus level one, plus one? No, because no, you want to get two. as much plus as possible. You actually want to get ahead of your opponent, so you want to have like plus five to cast. That's and also, if you want, if you want to do some really tricky, you can double up on some signatures. Yeah. Can you get double take double low master? Is that good? No, no, no that's but, too many points. But if if you really like like the miasma spell, you can just have the level two on shadow to have yeah. double miasma. Yeah, that's a good. Or double wild form or double blizzard or something like that. <laughs> the, first, the 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 one thing that I had was uh, he actually had the high white law of white magic. That would also be good. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the one I took on the level two. Because, that's what I used to do with my level two. Yeah, but, and be, because the the level two is not going to be casting any spells unless a sword a law master dies. That's probably the maybe, way maybe because if you have the spells are really useful in that it is really useful but you want to use the plus five combination as much as possible and yeah, you also want to use the book you can from use the, the plus five on the high mage uh, he's in the same unit he has to be in the same unit and you only have the utility of throwing two spells so your opponent's going to know and you have to declare that you use the yeah, yeah but, first. but exactly. if if you have like the the sixth spell from the high law, right that could do and it. the fifth spell from the high law that could do it it would be really good with plus factor cast. <laughs> yeah. but, but do you guys remember playing against wood elves in 8th edition when they were standing in a woods with a book of Hazor? <laughs> plus it was six plus 6. Yeah. We're talking about approximately the same now, yeah. but with a huge amount of spells. Yeah. Only 10 spells. <laughs> Only 10 spells. But please remember that was way more powerful than you actually imagine when you're hearing it's yeah. plus six. So the, the, the whole, it's almost an extra dice in every single spell. And with the book and the way that the casting value is on all the signature spells is at the base level, all of them can be two dice with plus five, given the fact that you can use the book if you mess up once. That means that most of the spells will be cast on a four or better on two dice. So you're casting three or four spells a turn. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very strong. You very, can, you very can, powerful stuff. You can right very there. reliable cast with two dice, any spell that's 11 plus. plus. And, and also, something we haven't discussed, is when you have that many spells, you are not as 
bad off when you have like a low power dash phase and a high power dash phase because you can always cast your spells. Yeah, so and they're always utility. useful. Sometimes you have magic setups right. where if you end up with 12 dice, yeah, you're not going to use it all. No. Yeah. But so you, 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 you have actually, so many spells, you right? Get the, two dice, two dice, exactly. Two dice, you get the fireball spell, which is amazing against the right opponent. Uh, which is amazing against the right opponent. You have the Lore of Metal at uh, Lore attribute, uh, the, the Lore of Metal signature spell with yeah, the Molten the, Metal. Yeah, thing. the Armour Save. Yeah. He wounds. can do a ton of damage downrange, and he can also start buffing your units when you get into close combat. So you have really, really, really Swiss Army Knife kind of set up with this guy. How about um, the item you used today, Patrick? The What's it called? Amethyst crystal? Amethyst crystal. How did you feel about that today? Uh, I, I really liked it. So actually, what, first of all, what does it yeah, do? Yeah, what does it do? Yeah. Uh, first of all, it takes one of your opponents, the power dice, and, give, and it converts it to a dispel dice for you. Yeah, there was one point I rolled a two and a one for magic. So I had <laughs> I had three power, a dispel dice and you had two power yeah. dice. <laughs> and I was like, Fuck. let's just go to the shooting phase. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like it, but it's, but it's really expensive. Mm. Would you take it again? Yeah. It depends, <laughs> it depends on the setup, of course. Yeah. If I'm running a level level three, level four, yeah, I think it's a good item. For me, I don't really like to give my mages ward saves. I think it's a waste. Yeah, I didn't today at all. So, yeah. But so finally, swordmasters. <laughs> we like. Yeah. We like them. The the useful the plus one to hit, minus one to hit is really strong. Just you can tailor it to what combat you are fighting. If you want to kill stuff, if you want to. Preserve your numbers. Uh, yeah, I think they're really good. I, I use small unit. I think a small unit is really good. 15 attacks in the front with 10. Yeah. It's pretty strong. Hitting most things on a 3 or a 2. And the and a small unit of 10 is only 130 points. Yeah. I think I would like 2 units of 10, but I couldn't fit it in. <laughs> yeah, I think the way to go is 2 units of 14, if you have the option. 2 14s. Yeah, because that's, uh, that's 21 attacks. That's what, that's what it used to be in, yeah. back in 7th edition? I think you run units of yeah. 7 then. then. No, yeah, except, no, fourteen. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah there was you. no supporting attacks. Yeah, so you had you had seven. units of seven. Seven. No. Now you just double down and take fourteen. When we went to the tournaments, everybody had fourteen. No problem, maybe. Because you had you you had the step. But that was up. in that was in eighth edition, no, right? Seventh. Seventh. There, no. there was no stepping up in seventh edition. No, okay, then you. But no, nah, that wasn't. No, but you were hitting first anyway. Yeah, not then yeah, in 7th It was always strikes first, wasn't I it? Don't I can't seven. remember now. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, in seven anyway. They did, they did <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. So we think Swordmaster's the best. Yeah, absolutely. By then far. White Lions, then Phoenix Guard. Yeah. And we would like to see Phoenix Guard get I, I, some I, kind I, of boost, I think. Well, I think we should try the Skirmish and White Lions yeah, first. Yeah, I think that's going to be the next game. Maybe no, those, those, What time is it? It's, uh, we can have a game. We can get one. Maybe play doubles. A doubles game. Play some Skirmish and White Lions. The 15 Skirmish and White Lions look on paper to be... Quite the utility. But uh, then again, you are also the Hiles can be like ambushing uh, sea guards and <laughs> yeah. fast cabin call, skirmishing special choices, skirmishing rare choices, <laughs> shooting with your queen's guard, shooting with your uh, shadow warriors. I mean, ambushing with your ambushing with just with your sea guards. How, how did it's, you feel about the sea guard today? Actually, I think the the boost with the ammo piercing for the spears is really good. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Everybody it likes that. It Everybody was likes that. Really important that the spears got better because yeah. before they were not good enough. Yeah. I I don't know if they still need the lethal strike, but I guess it's a good thing. To yeah, have. I, I think I, I think that's nice. But the ammo piercing, the ammo piercing is really the most important thing. Yeah, but also yeah. it has to be co it has to be combined with the effects of uh, of the nerf to parry. 
I mean, Perry got nerfed and Spears got buffed. Yeah. yeah. So I think because I think it balances be, a lot the new power. Be, before you you would take uh, the Sea Guards to have Weapon Master to switch to Perry. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I was doing before, but now I'm like more like okay, we'll go to Spears. Yeah. The extra rank, the extra rank of attacks, the armor piercing, and the added utility against certain units. I yeah. think they're there. I think yeah. they're there. Spears are good. Yeah. Spears are about right now. Yeah. yeah. What, what about you? Yeah, Casimir, yeah, you, you said that you just mentioned that you wasn't too sure about the new parry set. Yeah, I, what I don't like is. Uh, but I mean, perhaps I, you're biased. I mean, I realized that the reason <laughs> it was nerfed was that uh, the uh, elite units with parry were too good. But at the same time, it's now it feels like there's no reason to run an elite unit with a shield because you get no bonus all of a sudden if you but have a high weapon. For example, like I, I'm making a vampire council army at the moment, and the weapon skill three graveguard. With a shield is quite good because yeah, yeah, but... it means that elves are only hitting me on a four plus and elite units. With four bonuses. Are hitting me on... Elves will still hit you on a three plus. Yeah, okay, it's four yeah. bonuses. But it's not a two plus. Exactly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so but I mean, it's something still... like that when they're only weapon skill three is quite good. Or if you have skeleton warriors. Yeah, it's amazing. And then weapon skill two. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> then I'm I'm building all my skeleton warriors with shields. I I think the problem is that I play online dynasties and uh, all of a sudden there's almost no reason to put your uh, like your fighting characters with gives their weapon skills to some. Uh, into or the skeletons or the tomb guards with shields anymore yeah, because uh, you get just a marginal improvement in combat and now as today I was fighting as a unit which also had parry mm, then all yeah. of a sudden they don't get any improvement offensively no, no improvement defensively so then it's like it doesn't really no. you know you pay like out the nose for these characters and they don't really improve the unit so you think much. you maybe you're going to take your skeletons with, with spears well, no, because I I actually had them with spears. Then I removed all of the spears, put up hand weapons, so I'm not going <laughs> to change them all back. I'm uh, I'm fortunate with my Undying Dynasties in that I made all my core models with spears for modeling purposes because I think it looks yeah, beautiful. That was the first for me, but then I lost so many games in, yeah, the, in okay. April when you had to pay for the yeah, spears. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so Undying Dynasties. Tomb Kings in 8th edition was a horrible, horrible uh, thing to play. I mean. And I played them all through 8th edition. You did? Yeah, oh, yeah, from the start. Congratulations. To the end. Yeah, well I done. Did. <laughs> did you win? Did you win? I won one four tournament, but we yeah? used to end Ooh. times rules. <laughs> okay. Great. So, so it was like Nagash and Ark in the Black Tent yeah, and running no, down no, the field. No, it was, uh, it was uh, like, you know, three sphinxes and they all moved like above 20 inches each turn. And I got, like, pushed everything. Yeah, okay. I had I had uh, I had a saying just like Necrons in 40k back in the day where their win was a draw. That was kind of like the same with Tomb Kings in Eighth Edition. Like, yeah, their win, their win is a draw. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tomb Kings are quite balanced actually in the new. Yeah, I think the new so one. Too. I played a, I played a couple of games against Tomb Kings. Yeah, I think right now I'd say that the only problem really is how do you take your fighting characters? Are they worth the points, or yeah. or will you just end up being more of the Eighth Edition where you just take a lot of mages and then some modern units yeah. which you buff? And and I agree. Yeah. The, it it it's, it it might sound wrong, but it's. I actually I tweak the setup of all my fighting characters to wear the crown so they can actually buff any unit within six inches rather than have to be in the unit themselves. Because this no matter what I do with them, they always come out as a little yeah. bit too squishy. They they they're just not tanked enough to kinda like when you pay premium for them, two hundred and seventy five points for a kitted yeah. out lord. And so I mean I'm just not. I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna risk it. I'm just gonna take a cheap one, put them in a in a unit of archers behind whatever I want to be fighting, and then use the crown to buff the weapon skill. So slipping now into some Tomb Kings talk. Yeah. Um, we we were discussing both of your armies a little bit this morning. Both of you are taking Tomb Guard in your army. Yes. What's the reason behind that over Necropolis Knights? Well, 
For me, the reason is that they're painted. So that's that's, why <laughs> that's, that's a good reason. For, for, for me, the reason is that the two, the cataphracts, the snake surface, I, I hate the models. I hate <laughs> yeah. They do look I, really I, they dodgy. They take a year to paint. Like, I've all still not finished them. I have five, which I have been working on for, for probably two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And that's, that's what I mean. It, it just... What, uh, kind of, what kind of conversions could you do for them? Use the sepulchral stalker models. Yeah, maybe. I They're quite cool, actually. That's so cool. I don't. I don't know. Like, there's probably some alternative models. Like, you. I mean, you. One of the coolest one I've seen from the UK, I think, is uh, like there's this fluffy thing from uh, if edition where there was a nation of the two kings which used like lizards and stuff. Okay. okay. Uh, so they. He had like huge crocodile that, yeah. models. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's a Danish guy. Yeah, that's yeah. a Danish guy. There's a Danish guy with crocodiles. Uh, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, maybe, but he was playing at the tournament in the UK. Right? Oh, okay. Right. Maybe, right. maybe he went over there. Or maybe somebody inspired someone. Yeah, yeah. obviously. That yeah, but I mean, that's a cool conversion. Yeah, well, what are they called now? Cataphracts? Yeah, I think they're called tomb cataphracts. Yeah, exactly. tomb cataphracts. Yeah. You could build uh, like out of scrap skeletons, build something that they would ride on. Yeah, out of scrap skeletons. Yeah. You would probably do something like get that. Some demigriffs. And... Yeah, or maybe you could get like small, like a skeleton dinosaur or something, or skeletons, like some kind of bigger yeah. animal just to mount them on. Yeah, elephants. Yeah, exactly. I mean, one of my friends has a <laughs> empire army with elephants as demigriffs. Okay, yeah. that sounds pretty funny. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm building a, a vampire council army at the moon, and it's it's like an so, empire army which is a vampire council army. And. So I'm converting all my stuff at the moment. Uh, I, I need something that if I want to use demigriffs for the empire side, yeah. I need like uh, something equivalent for the yeah. vampire counts. There's not really anything. Yeah. Can you like do something? The same base size. Can you do or... like something with the with the dragon knights or what are they called? The, the, the blood, blood knights. Blood knights. Mm-hmm. Do them like have. Put them like on a larger base. I put them on a cavalry base, but put them into a larger Do base. Do you know how much blood knights cost? Like, yeah, like uh, your firstborn child and uh, your retirement pension. And, uh, I have to buy. I have to get a load to get some of that. Yeah. Okay, maybe we should take a quick break now. We've talked some high elves and some tomb kings. Yeah, yeah, we'll take a break.